Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. So today we have my good friend Andy. Hey Andy. Hello, I'm glad to be here. Excellent. And, um... And me, Michelle. (laughs) I'm sorry, sorry, Michelle. Michelle's here still. (laughs) Fuck you already, Caitlin. I see. Sorry. Um, Michelle's here as well. And, uh... this other bitch here. I can't think of her name. She's always here. Yeah, she is. <laughs> but she always makes the drinks, which... What we have, Andy? What did you suggest? Uh, Pomelo. Paloma. 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 <laughs> we literally... I... <laughs> this is... Okay, so backtrack. Okay. Before okay. we started this, I... <laughs> I said it was a Paloma. Yeah. And then everyone, then we started second guessing ourselves. And what did I just say? I don't even I don't know what know. I just said. <laughs> no, Paloma. <laughs> it was almost as good as what you said. Paloma. Paloma. Anyway, that's a Paloma. Paloma. Yes. It's all my fault because I second guessed the whole thing. <laughs> What's in it, Michelle? So, we did the traditional version according to this. One article. one article I read, okay. which is grapefruit soda rather mm-hmm. than grapefruit juice. So yes. it's tequila, which we've had a decent amount of thus right. far. Uh, <laughs> fresh lime juice, yes. which we've had also a decent amount. We put what? About a one lime, lime, lime per yeah. drink. And then um, then just grapefruit juice. or uh, grapefruit oh my soda. God, grapefruit soda. Yeah. We were supposed to salt, the salt on the rim. Thank you, Caitlin. Good God. This is going to be an interesting but, episode. <laughs> but we did not. So it's no. fine. It's still really good, though. No, it's mighty tasty. Yeah. We've had a lot of them. And a- so, Andy, I hear you have a number of activities that you do. Yes. I'm bringing up the band and your podcast. That's what we're talking about okay, here. Yeah. So yeah. what's your band about? So I'm in two bands currently. Uh, two bands what the fuck like yeah one you were just like this is just not satisfying enough i gotta branch out and hit another band <laughs> or were your talents in such high demand that you got recruited by um, a second band uh, well that's happened to me but uh, so yeah. for this it's more just like <laughs> one is one is my band and we're called sadgasm sadgasm <laughs> I and... never wanted. Actually, I think I've had a sadgasm before, <laughs> and it was upsetting. Yeah, they usually are. <laughs> okay, uh, and yeah, and that's just one that I made with my friends, and it kind of started as just a band for. Uh, one of my other bands broke up, but I had already booked shows for the summer, so mm-hmm. I needed to make like a really quick band. Come on, guys, let's put together yeah. some sadgasm. Yeah, <laughs> and it was, and and I'm really good friends with everyone in that band, and. Uh, and then we ended up just liking it so much, we just stuck with it. And then my other cool. project is Postage Bear, and that's my solo project. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. I record everything, and that's my project that I write too much music, and I need some kind of outlet for it, so I don't implode. Oh. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. So do you play an instrument? Are you, like, what is your role in these bands? So in Sadgasm, I sing and play guitar, and I write the songs, and I also record the music. And then uh-huh. in Posture Chair, I do everything except for the trumpet. Oh, who does the trumpet? Uh, Matthew Mishki, my cousin. Oh, Shout out. Thank you, oh Matthew. that's your cousin? Yeah. Oh, I Second know cousin. That. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and then I also have another podcast called Begin Reconstruction. 
that I do with my friend Joey. And uh, that is, is it begin reconstruction? Begin reconstruction. I thought he said vegan. Oh, reconstruction. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know. that would explain why I couldn't find it. Okay, yeah. There's probably something else called that. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Begin Sorry. reconstruction. And that's like a political historical podcast where if you want to hear us rant about current issues and with historical context that's the place to do it so do you have a particular episode that you're like super proud of that if we were going to go listen we should listen to one episode which episode would it be uh personally i would say go listen to like the four hour russian revolution 100 year anniversary we did i feel that's unlikely (laughs) (laughs) But, but for the more avid listener um we usually like uh Actually, our most recent one that we're going to put out, I was really proud of because um, it has a lot to do with the protests going on. Oh. Was, uh, and there's protests going on in Barcelona, Chile, Bolivia, uh, most recently. What uh, about specifically? Uh, just... What are they protesting? Well, a lot of... Well, it's different things, but it's kind of the idea, and obviously Hong Kong, which I'm sure you guys have probably yeah. heard of. That's kind of seems to be the one that's getting the most attention right now. But um, for us, it was just kind of more this, like, spark of how revolution can be good like protests can be very constructive for example um a few years ago like when south korea had the giant protests and they overturned the elected president to the current one who's moon and because of that we now have a better relationship between north and south korea which is beneficial for the whole world and i'm not going to rant for two hours (laughs) but um but it's more just how uh how protests can also kind of work against democracy and i think we're seeing that in um in places like bolivia specifically where it was a military coup that overthrew an elected government um it's also similar to a lot of other things that have traditionally happened in latin and south america where u.s or western-backed people create this military coup because they need some kind of resource this case is lithium to create batteries oh okay um, interesting i know almost nothing about current uh, so i'm like the worst person to talk to so this is like all brand new i'm like what? yeah no yeah and, 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 and you know and, and i think the most important thing that we try and do on our podcast my last tidbit about it here is that um we try and give historical context that way um obviously we have our own opinions but we think it's really important for the listener to form their own ideas and opinions mm. about the event because i'm sure they're many times will probably be different than maybe our own opinions, but we just want to really make sure that historical and accurate background is there. That way people can form, um, you know, their own conclusion Mm -hmm. that um, isn't, you know, swayed. I mean, obviously we'll talk, well, we usually, you know, we'll give people a heads up that this next, you know, when we go into an opinionated tangent, we'll let people know. Yeah. Just because, you know, we, we like to speak our own opinion because it is our podcast, but we also want to make sure that we're giving people context to form their own thoughts. Mm. I good. don't That's give good. people the opportunity <laughs> when I give my opinion. I just... On this podcast? Yeah. Or just in general? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, no, cool. that sounds yeah, super that's... interesting. Yeah, I'm going to have sure. to check that out. Well, thank you so much for being on all, our po- wow. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. So Andy has his own personal story to tell us. So we're super excited about that. So he's gonna go first, and then I have a story after that. But let's just jump into it. I'm excited. Okay. Let's yes. yes. And thank you so much for having me. Yeah, our pleasure. It. My word. We always like people to drink with. Yeah, <laughs> you've Dude. been a delight so far. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so, um... Actually, oh. can we just stop for okay. one second and uh, just talk about your cardigan? And oh, yeah. He's cardigan a- and how amazing it is. It has cats all over it. Right. We talked about it downstairs. 
But I just feel like we need to mention it. Maybe you should take a picture of it. Yeah. I yeah. feel Before like. Before you go. Yeah. Because yeah. it kicks ass. I, I mean, just to be clear. Yeah, I really like this cardigan. It's really cozy. It says a cat is a cat. It's really cute. There's like, oh my god, that's a little fishbowl on a cat. Yeah. Adorable. It gets, god damn it. The more you look at it, the better the better it becomes. <laughs> Agreed. So. Agreed. So, okay, I right, apologize. We'll post a picture of that. <laughs> yes. It's amazing. Okay, your story. I apologize. No, no worries. So, um, and feel free if you have any questions during the story to ask them. I'm, awesome. You betcha. Okay, so um, I used to live... So we all live in the same town right now, mm -hmm. but um, I used to live downtown where we live at these apartments. And one night I was going to meet up with someone in this, the heart of downtown. I kind so of how old were you? This was 2014. So okay. I was 20 years old. Okay. You know, living your best life. Living my animated. best life. <laughs> uh, you know, just about turned 21. Um, I was just going to go meet up with some friends downtown. And I was just gonna take my usual route, which was just pretty much a straight shot. Um, I pass a Safeway and a McDonald's. Are you walking or driving? I'm walking. Oh my god, okay. I know exactly where you are already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I lived right up the street from that. Okay, okay. keep going. <laughs> I'm glad you have this visual in mind. <laughs> I uh, do. So I, I start this walk and it's pretty late at night. Like it's a little past midnight. Um, and Wait, what are you doing downtown, like, past midnight? I guess I'm you're just, 20. I guess. I'm just, God yeah. damn, Caitlin, okay. get a life, man. So, I don't, yeah, I was just, I was meeting, I was just meeting up with some friends, and I he think. He was okay. partying and living his best life. Right, he already probably. covered it. Okay, sorry. I mean, I was probably up to no good, but. <laughs> oh, okay. But, yeah, so, <laughs> there I go, and I'm taking, it's my usual route. I mean, I've walked this route pff, thousands of times. It's, and so I pass. Uh, by the Safeway, then I get to the end of the block, and there's a crosswalk. And yes. at the other side of this crosswalk is this older gentleman, and he's carrying with him what looks like a gym kind of duffel bag. Okay. You know, like yeah. like he's maybe like he's he's on the move. You know, maybe he's home. You know, maybe he's homeless. I couldn't really tell. Is he shady or like he has like kind of like a Fu Manchu <laughs> really going on? He so looks, yeah, shady uh, as fuck. Kind of shady. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily like, you know, like I'm a small person, but this guy, I was just like, you know, he's the person that he's not intimidating. Right. He's just kind of like a small older gentleman walking around that, in the middle of the night. You're just going to okay. cross in the yeah. crosswalk so, and be done. I'm just going to cross in, in, in our city after about 11 o'clock. It's pretty much dead downtown. Yeah. So there's not a lot of traffic. <laughs> that's true. So, <laughs> and that's kind of important to the context of this story too. So, uh, so I walk across, but I notice that he doesn't. He doesn't cross the crosswalk. He's just waiting at the end of the other side of the crosswalk, at the corner of that block there. So I cross, and I don't know, maybe he's waiting for someone. Uh, but I get over there, and then he kind of signals to me to, like, to stop. And I have, like, my, you know, my earphones in. Oh, okay. I'm, like, listening to music, just trying to, you know, I'm just walking. Mm -hmm. uh, just praying no one talks to you. That's what I do when yeah. I'm yeah. walking in public. And usually, you know, when <laughs> a random person tries to stop me in the middle of the night... Most times I'm just going to ignore them and power walk past them. But he seemed like it was, I don't something about him didn't seem intimidating. I don't know what huh. it was. It was just like a gut feeling. So yeah. I decided to stop, which was out of the ordinary for me. Um, and he asked me for bus fare. Mm, okay. But okay. I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> uh, 
it's like midnight. There's absolutely no buses running right, right now. We don't even have buses that run on the fucking weekends, let alone <laughs> after like nine o'clock. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm just I'm thinking, okay, he probably just wants some money, and he and he was you know asking for like change or anything ahead of me to get somewhere, and I'm thinking, well, maybe he's gonna take the Greyhound. I don't know. Anyways, and I almost never do this. And the next thing I do is I just reach in my pocket and I had like, it couldn't have been more than like three dollars and uh-huh. like maybe like a bill or two and like some loose change. So I take it out of my pocket and I give it to him, which was just also out of con. And it was kind of a weird string of out of context things. So, which looking back, I'm just like I don't know why I made these choices that were outliers for what I would usually do on this routine walk. Because usually you're like, you have any changes? Like, nah, nah. Yeah, like, yeah I'm such a bitch when it comes to that. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Well, I got burned. <laughs> I was so upset. So there was this girl on that same fucking block. That Safeway, I think, is a little bit of a hub, a hub uh-huh. if you will. I just see a lot of folks asking for money right there. But there was this chick and she was like, ran out of gas or whatever. Uh-huh. Need to get my kids home. Oh. And she was, you know, like, 26 or Mm -hmm. something and I was just like she does need to get her kids home she's right you know and so I gave her like five bucks or something like that and and then I saw her like a week later with that exact same sign in a different Uh. spot and I was like she doesn't have fucking kids or I mean maybe she does I don't know but anyway I felt burned she wasn't trying to get out of town with her gas Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, yeah. No, no. I mean, and that's the other thing is that, I mean, all around the Safeway block is that you're completely right, is that there is a lot of, excuse me, traffic for, uh, like, panhandling and stuff like that. So, and, and I am one of those people that most of the time, especially in the middle of the night, I'm not usually one to stop and yeah. get someone money. And, uh, but I don't know. It was just something you about... You were feeling generous of spirit. Some, and it was something about him just wasn't very intimidating, and I, it, but it wasn't necessarily welcoming either. He didn't have like a... So, it was just something... I don't know. So anyways, I give him the money, and he's like really thankful. And he kind of has like... um, I don't really know if it was like... Maybe it was like an accent or he wasn't all there, but something, you know, he didn't have like your typical... you know, Thank you, sir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was just kind of like, oh, like... Oh, thank you. Like, I really need this. Thank you. And he was, he generally seemed like he was very appreciative. So I was just like, yeah, um, like, of course, like, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to keep walking now. <laughs> so, uh, so I keep walking. And then I, when I give him the money, then this is really important to the story is that I see him like the crosswalk, you know, the hands flashing, but there's no traffic. So he just walks across the crosswalk as right. I get to the corner, I give him the money. He keeps going the opposite way. And I keep going okay. down where I'm going. And, um, I'm passing by the McDonald's, okay. which is on that this new block that I'm on, and then as I'm walking, you know I'm, I you know out of my peripherals I don't see anything. I am listening to music though, so that kind of kills like any like sound reception mm-hmm. I might have. But um, I'm walking, and then all I see in front of me is like the sign goes to the crosswalk sign goes to walk. So I'm about to cross the um, next block. The next right? the next block exactly. And then uh, I, like, walk into the street and, like, out of nowhere, um, I just see out of nowhere, like, so close to me, out of my peripheral, just, like, blinding lights. <gasps> and I realize that it's, I, you know, I kind of come to the conclusion that it's a, some kind of vehicle is about to hit me. Oh, my God. Because I've, wa- I've walked far enough, I've walked far enough into the street that, you know, it's like, 
and I knew, and it's like, I don't know how to, how to explain it. And if you've ever been in like a really tense situation, I'm sure you've experienced this too, where it seems like a thousand thoughts go through you yeah. in like the span of maybe like half a second. Yeah. See, that's what I always think is happening whenever I we talk about stories and they're like, no, it was too fast. And I was like, I feel like I would have a lot of things going on. In yeah. My yeah. Head. So yeah. I, you know, I, and, and I guess what happens, there's a thousand things going through my head, but I pretty much come to this conclusion that, holy shit, I'm about to get hit by a fucking vehicle right now. Um, but the weird thing is that I didn't see, and I don't know if maybe in this, looking back on the story, I'm thinking maybe they had their lights off and then they turned them on when they got closer to me. But like walking to the crosswalk. Maybe like come around the corner or something? Something, and except, uh, so it was on my left side that they were coming towards and, uh, it's, in, it's all one-way streets down there. Exactly. It? So, And I feel like I would have seen it. But anyways, I feel like I'm about to get hit. And I have this like huge well inside of my stomach of like uncertainty and unknown and like genuine fear. Then all of a sudden, I feel this grip on <gasps> my shoulder. Oh, and, total and then, and then I feel myself like... like I, I, I can't explain it. But I just felt like the biggest... like. Like something had pulled me back, but almost like had something had hit me at the same time. Huh. And then, but from the front, not from the side where the car. Right. Was. So right. you were like pushed back almost, and also like a, being and, pulled and, back. And, and, and like a pulled. And then all of a sudden I'm laying on the ground and then I see the vehicle that was about to hit me. It was a truck and it blows through a red light. Because <gasps> I had the walk signal. Because I had the walk signal. So that was Whoa. the other thing. So it blows through this red light. And then I see it, and my heart's, like, going, like, a million miles per hour. And then, anyways, I turn around, and it's the old guy oh, with the food oh like Oh, God, I thought he was going to attack you. That's no. what I thought it was going to be this whole time. No, no. I He's a savior. No, yeah, so I turn around, and it's, it's him, and this is the weirdest thing. And then it gets even weirder, is that he's just laughing. What? what? He's just, like, laughing, like, I'm trying to recreate it in like the most respectful way. Right. I can. No, yeah. He had like a very creepy, like kind of like high pitched, like kooky laugh. Like think of like Rafiki laugh or something. Okay. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And like, yeah. And then and then he's there. His duffel bag's on the floor. He's standing there like right next to me, and he just says like, "Oh, that could have been really bad." And he kind of says it like was like, "Ooh, that could have been really bad." Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but then, and then I'm like, and I don't I don't know what to say. Like my heart's like racing. Yeah. I'm like processing this still and this old this like old guy with the food man chew is just like laughing maniacally behind me and then um and he goes okay I gotta go catch my, the bus now and then there's a bus stop right in front of that McDonald's and he goes to the bus stop and he just sits there with his like gym duffel bag in his lap waiting what? for the bus now I didn't know how to process this so my first thought at the time is that like He's a magical man. Yeah, and I call yeah. it, so the story is called the fa- I call this the father time story because here's the thing, and there's three points I want to bring up. The first one is that I saw this man cross the crosswalk past me. Uh huh. And, and somehow I walked, he made it back over to you. And I walk, and and this is a whole block. I I and it was one of those things where it's like, yes, I gave him money, 
And yes, he didn't seem intimidating, but still, I'm also one of those people that I'm always kind of like looking around. Right, making yeah. sure. Especially in the middle of the night. Yeah, you, know? so, you gotta have situational yeah. awareness. And uh-huh. I saw him cross the crosswalk. So he crossed the block. Right. Away from you. So away like, from me. Should be like two blocks away from you by now. We should be about, yeah, about two blocks away from each other. And somehow he had come up. And here's the other thing is that the car was so, or the truck was so close to me. In my mind, I thought for sure, I would like, I can't explain, like the lights were like engulfing me. Like it was so close that in my mind, I thought like in that half second I was talking about, I thought, should I jump out of the way? But my body just knew. Mm. It's too late. Like your instincts, my instincts all just shut down. It's just like, I just like kind of accepted it. But somehow within that time, he was able to move quick enough to grab me and pull me out of the way. Right. And then... So that's the first point, is that somehow he... Was hella far away, but then, then was right next to you. And then, clo- mm-hmm. and ne- yeah, next to me, meaning, like, he was close to me, to me to grab me. And he was, like, it was, like, it felt like it was, like, a, you know, you come over the shoulder and, like, grabbed, like, collarbone and everything. Okay. It wasn't just, like, a like a pinch or something. Right, it was, like, it was like full on. A full on, almost like, you know, he could have kept going for a hug even or something. <laughs> yeah. And then my next point is that I see him, and he's just waiting there happily at the bus. For a bus that for a is bus that's not, not gonna come. come. So for about the next four blocks, because I'm walking a straight line. I have hella goosebumps <laughs> and chills running through me right now. I don't know if I I just like all down my spine. Yeah. That uh, was someone there to save you, right? Yeah. I mean, like, what's your second point? I know. I'm you sorry. Third point. Third point. Sorry. Point. No. Yeah. Is that so? I I walk in every about every half block. I keep turning around. And I swear, I don't know. I was like expecting like the cat bus from like Tokyo yeah. to like come pick him up or something. But I kept turning around because I was scared that maybe he was following me. I don't know. Like my rationale is just out the window at this point. Right. And I kept turning around. And every time I turned around, he was just sitting there looking forward with his like duffel gym bag just in his lap. Just That's so crazy. Sitting there. And then finally, eventually, after four or five blocks, he turned around and, you know, I couldn't really see that far anymore. Right. So I just kind of brushed it off and kept going. But then my last point was that, like, it's a one-way street. Well, actually, well, it turns into a two-way, but right. coming in, it's a one-way. And that, like, I had the whole vision coming up to it, and I just don't know how I missed the vehicle. And that's my other point, is that, and I know I had my headphones in, so that probably, you know, kind of muffled whatever, yeah. like, audio sensory I had going on. But visually, especially with the lights, is that it literally felt like I was walking in the crosswalk, then like a snap happened then all of a sudden lights were just like within there. a foot of me that's weird well especially because it's so dead like any type of movement you'd be able to see it really like that's clearly yeah well so. downtown is so i mean yeah i if well and it's all straight lines like yeah. it's not like this truck Curve, has like yeah. come around yeah. the corner all of a sudden no i mean you would have seen it from a ways away uh, yeah, and my, my only, like, thinking back to it, because it's been a few years now. I feel like this whole situation is just very magical. Yeah, no, <laughs> right? really, like, like in the t- in the moment, I was just, like, I didn't know what to think of it. But after I, like, I've had years to process this story. Because one, I've told it so many times, and two, it gets weirder the more I think about it. Um, but it's my, my, my logical conclusion is that the truck turned out of the McDonald's just really quickly. Mm. Okay. That's my logical conclusion. But they my, had their Big Mac and they were ripping out of there. I get it. Blown, I get it. Blown the red light. <laughs> but then my other thought was that it's like unhumanly possible for this old man to grab me 
and get me out of the way. So like, I don't know, like uh, people caught it in like the Bermuda Triangle, you know, where they like say they like skip time. Yeah. But my other thought was like, yeah, hi. Uh, yeah, it was like after <laughs> you're after, talking to the right <laughs> person. <laughs> So, like, after reading a bunch of, like, Reddit stuff on this, I also have my illogical conclusion is that I somehow blipped in time to the point where the truck that was not on the street was there and the man was also there. Oh. Mm. Interesting. So, almost, like, maybe I went back when he was on that yeah. point or forward and somehow he knew. And I also have a weird, like, when I think about it, sometimes it, like, kind of freaks me out and I think... What if I didn't give him the money? Like, I feel like saying this makes me sound like cuckoo, but I'm just like, if I didn't give this man money for this imaginary bus fare, would I be would I be dead right now? That's Maybe. interesting. Maybe, I, yeah. I, I'm totally I mean, like, like yeah. yes, you probably would Maybe. be. No, I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like this whole situation is just kind of magical. Maybe you're talking to the wrong person. No, but he, you trusted yeah, your guy you trust with, your guy guy. with the guy. For sure. I was just going to... I kind of held off on saying that because I thought the old man was going to bludgeon you. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was the direction we right. were headed. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if I didn't give him money, the story would have been different. I, yeah, you wouldn't be here. Yeah. yeah that's all. <laughs> no, that's so wild. That is so wild. That's crazy. I just feel like you got a purpose, you ha- man. Yeah, right? Or something. Something. That's a lot to live up to, Michelle. No. Oh my gosh. Like, you better I, do something great, Andy. No. And you know what? Honestly, you may have already done it. No, I just it's feel too, like... It's too bad. Maybe you inspired <laughs> somebody. Yeah. Or maybe you awoke something in somebody else. Or I don't know mm-hmm. what, but... It's so weird, like, how... It's crazy. Just, like, a shoulder can just, like, pull you back. I mean, like, how much force you would have to have. And that's, and that's why every time I play it through my head, it just... Even when I try and take all the logical steps where it's like, well, maybe they came out of the McDonald's parking lot. Maybe I did throw myself back. I don't think we can bring me. logic into this. No, I but think it just the, is. Yeah, but the <laughs> the point to where he had enough force to bring me back. And, like, here's the thing is, like, the car blew through the red light. And, sure, they weren't going, like, 60, but they were going, like, Fast. easily 30, 35. And, like, yeah. you know, Fast right there. That's enough to do some massive damage to you. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm just thinking... It was so close that the lights engulfed me that, like... It was so close. It was so close, and somehow, in, realistically, in that time... This is why I call it the father time story, is that he... In order for me to get out of the way, and for him to pull me out of the way, he somehow... Time, like, slowed down, or something happened. And But the other part was that, and I mentioned this, too, is I also felt, besides the pull, I also felt like, felt like, a, like a gut push. And that might have been my body instinctively trying to get out of the way right, too, you right. know. Because once you're once you're in like fight or flight mode, like, your body yeah. does does weird stuff. But that's crazy. That is crazy. That yeah. was an excellent story. It was. I have a lot to say about it. <laughs> like I probably would just go home after that. I don't think I could. Yeah. So what did you do? You just I, carried on with your we evening. Went, went downtown and partied. Oh. <laughs> that's crazy, Andy. Well, yes. I'm glad you're still here and not injured yeah me too no i'm just like what if he just popped into existence long enough to save you or he saw the car coming but i mean like even if he saw the car coming it's not like he had enough time to be like hey that kid's still walking i should like help or no yeah honestly and it's like if and i was like this is the other thing is that like he was waiting for the bus and i swear like my body at that point was just like, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to see a fucking bus pick him up right now. Like, all logic was Right, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm thinking of Spirited Away when she... I think it's a train, though. 
It's a train. Oh, yeah. yeah. She takes off. But nothing, but nothing picked him up. He was just sitting there the whole time. So I didn't get that. Like, if something picked him up, I would have been like, okay, he's just some weird magical, yeah. like, entity. I, I yeah. will think that for the rest of my life anyway, so. That's crazy. It is crazy. Wow. Well, that's a great story, Andy. Thank you. Yeah. Damn. Well, I'm glad I was able to share Well, it. I'm glad that he didn't kill you, cause, or not kill you, but I thought he was going to, like, attack you. I thought that was the point <laughs> mm-hmm. of the whole thing, is you were setting it up, and this guy was going to be a total asshole. He was going to pull a knife out of that goddamn duffel bag. But no, he ended up being amazing, so thank you. I wonder what was in the duffel bag. That's There's so many is. questions. That's true. So many questions. Well... That's good. probably a bunch of drugs. He was, like, getting ready to <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, it kind of reminds me of my Final Destination. Oh, car you did. Thing. Yes. Did you hear about that? So, so okay. Um, you, I, you want to tell it? Yeah, I would like to tell it. Thank you very much, Kayla. It's not happening to you. Okay. I don't care, but it fucking it stays with me all the time. Okay, go for it. No, so she went in to get sugar for me, which is I have to buy these 50 pound bags of sugar. Like, I buy, I don't know, 50 a week or something like that. I buy a shit ton of sugar. sugar. And so I was like, Kaylin, any more sugar? Please go get some. Obviously, I would like Starbucks while you're out. (laughs) And so she goes, she gets the sugar, and then she goes to Starbucks. And then she's coming back to the house. And she's, well, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but you're kind of, she's stopped at a stoplight, and there's a big truck, utility truck in front of her. And then. No, I'm just behind him. Oh, just behind him? Yeah. You're not stopped? Just, nope. Mm-mm, we're okay. Driving. Well, anyway, he sort of takes off and two of the ladders come undone and come flying off towards her car. And she had to like slam on her brakes and it was like fucking crazy. She comes back to the house and is obviously very visibly upset. I was like, oh my God, what the fuck happened? She's like, well, I almost died. I hope you're happy. <laughs> and it wasn't quite like that, but it was close. <laughs> no, and, yeah. But anyway, I'm like scared to death to send her for sugar now. She still does. <laughs> <laughs> Only once since then. <laughs> no, yeah, it was just so, like, we were just driving regular and, yeah, I don't know. It was just, She's we were going 35, too... 40 miles per hour and then two metal ladders just fly off. And I had to slam on my brakes and the coffee just flies all over my car. And I'm just like, I brought you half a coffee. <laughs> did the driver say anything? That... He didn't. So all he did, so he. Went straight and then turned into a parking lot, and I never saw him again. And someone else at the stoplight got up and moved the ladders. Like I feel like people were thinking I was gonna move the ladders because I was right Fuck there, and I'm noise. like, I'm not getting out of my car. And I was just shaking. And then he moved the ladders, and I just left. Like, cause my car didn't get hit, thank God. But luckily, no one was behind me either. But but obviously, we both thought oh of Final God. Destination, right? Fair enough. Fair enough. So. That's terrifying. Right. I've actually never seen those movies. You've never seen Final Destination? Nah. I've seen enough trailers. I feel like I know what it's all about. Okay. But. All right. I've never seen it. All right. All right. My story. My other story. That was just a bonus. That was a wild story. Yeah. That's a really great story. I'm going to be thinking about that a lot. I'll tell you that right now. She's going to, like, write down her notebook, like, her conspiracy theories about it. I have a lot. I've been okay. watching, poor, this fucking podcast, I've talked about ancient aliens, like, three <laughs> different times now. No, but I do believe, I actually, I forget where I read it, that, and obviously it's not, like, proven. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Kids teleport without realizing it. And what? I didn't even hear. No, this is something, no, and my mom was like, yeah, you're, 
brother used to fucking do that shit all the time. And I don't know whether she's just trying to be like, oh, I lost track of your brother. But he would be standing right next to her. And then all of a sudden, within 30 seconds, he would be at the park, like, fucking half a mile away. Maybe a quarter mile. But anyway, like, he was here, and then he's there. And that shit used to happen all the time. (laughs) That's funny. Okay, so my story's about Michelle... Wilkins. I don't think you need to look at me when Sorry. you say Michelle. Well, it's the same name. It's like cute. Yeah, so I can okay. be serial killed. Hard pass. Thank you. Oh, I guess she's a survivor. She's a survivor, yeah. Okay, Michelle. Michelle Wilkins. Yeah. All right. So it's March 18th, 2015. Okay. And she's 27 years old and living in Boulder, Colorado. All right. If I was going to move to any other state, I think Colorado would Why? be it. Well, one, weed is legal. So oh. you know I'm on board with that. And two, it just seems like a kick-ass state. It's very pretty. Okay. All right. I've never been, except for to well, the airport. But okay, it just stop talking about Colorado. All right. So. We can't have tequila ever again. God damn it. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Michelle is currently seven months pregnant. Oh. And what? she was, yep, yeah, she was checking Craigslist and Can saw- we have a spoiler alert and no. she stays pregnant? No. Okay. Oh my gosh, just shut up. I'm sorry, okay. <laughs> so, she was checking Craigslist and she saw a post for free baby clothes. So she's like, all right, I'll get some free baby clothes. And okay. so she made plans to meet um, this chick at her house, which her name is Dinelle Lanes. So I'm going to call her Lanes because I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her first name right, but it doesn't really matter. Is she our perp in this situation? I guess we don't know. Shut up, Michelle. <laughs> Michelle, I was talk you, never ask, you never ask about, <laughs> you just go with the flow. Don't ask about priest. <sighs> okay. Andy's so. never coming back. I can tell already. <laughs> So, Michelle gets there, and they go through the baby clothes. Like, oh, this is so great. And Michelle kept trying, like, okay, I need to go. And Lane is, like, kept talking over her. Like, oh, but look at this, blah, blah, blah. And then Michelle's, like, she thought she was just lonely. Like, she just needed a friend. So, she's, like, hey, there is a, I have some more clothes down in the basement. And Michelle's, like, oh, I don't know, but okay, I guess. Probably, like, just to be polite. Yeah, exactly. So me, Michelle, would do. Right. So they look at the clothes. She's like, okay, well, I have to go. And then Lane starts pulling on her sweater and kind of, like, scratches her. And she was confused about that. She's like, did I have a bug on me? And she's like, oh, yeah, I got it. And she's like, okay. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So she... They're just sitting there conversing, and then all of a sudden... No, she, she starts just... to leave. Like, hey, I'm going to go now. And, and she then turns she... to leaves, and she grabs her sweater. Okay. And, like, as she does it, she kind of scratches her while she I grabs see. her sweater. Okay. And she's like, oh, it's just a bug. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm going to go. And then uh, she starts leaving, and then that's when Lane attacks her. And they start wrestling huh. each other. So they start wrestling, and uh, Lane tries to smother her with a pillow. Michelle knocks that pillow out. She's like... Fuck yeah, Michelle did. She's like, no. And then... um, Michelle's the hero. Then Lane (laughs) smashes a bottle over her head, which also in a different story says a lava lamp. Don't know which one is correct. Either a lava lamp or a bottle. Smashes it over the head using the broken uh, glass or a knife. Again, there's different 
theories. Um, yeah. She stabs her in the neck. Oh, shit. Okay. And then Lane starts to strangle, strangle her with her hands, and then Michelle falls unconscious. Okay. So at this point, she has been smothered by a pillow. Yeah. Hit over, over the, the head, head with some sort of glass yeah. object mm-hmm. and now stabbed in the neck. Yes. Oh, fuck. And then strangled. Okay. Oh, and strangled. And then strangled. I apologize, Michelle. Yes. I forgot about the strangle Until she's unconscious. Okay. Good Lord. Michelle regains consciousness and she realizes she tries to stand. Okay. So she wakes up and she tries to stand up to like escape. Take off. But she's so weak and she feels a huge pain and so she falls down, and she sees she has a big cut across her stomach. <gasps> oh, so, mother fuck. I see where this shit is going. So she oh. tries to stand up, and she, she states, I just felt the blood seeping through my pants, and I could feel my intestines outside my body. Oh, God. So is she there was, a baby anymore? So she was able to lock the door, and when she turned around, she was able to see her cell phone on the ground. So she God. made her way to the cell phone and called 911. She said, she cut me, I'm pregnant. Lane, during all of this, she mm-hmm. did a few loads of laundry and cleaned up all the mess, knowing that Michelle was still alive. And she called her boyfriend. I better tidy up. She called her boyfriend, said that she had a miscarriage, and he got off work and took her and the baby to the hospital. <gasps> Okay, okay. So she has been claiming to be pregnant the whole time with her boyfriend and now is like, I had a miscarriage, uh-huh. but I have this other baby that I've now stolen from Michelle. Well, she didn't say that, but but this is what's much, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god. So once um what happened? Oh, oh so I hope she Michelle went... fucking comes out and just smashes her face in. <laughs> So, um, Lane gets to the hospital and she refuses a checkup. Yeah, no shit, because they're like, bitch, you ain't pregnant and this isn't your baby. Well, then, yeah, she finally, um, says it's not her baby. She finally admits it's not her baby. I'm shocked to hear that, frankly. Then, (laughs) Michelle actually gets to the hospital and... Oh my god, is it the same hospital? I bet. Yeah, it's the same day, same hospital. (laughs) From across the hall. Well, sorry. No, she doesn't really remember. She... Actually wakes up and she saw the clock seeing 7.30. She thought it was 7.30 p.m., but it was actually the next day. Oh, So gosh. she is hooked up with tubes and everything like that. So she's fighting for her life mm-hmm. at this point. Right. Okay. So when she woke up finally, she tried to stay calm, but she had a feeling that Something the baby was right. not right. Mm-hmm. Correct. Aww. So once her boyfriend, her his name is Dan, came in, she asked... Is Aurora alive? Oh my god, is Aurora the baby? Yes, baby Aww. girl Aurora. And no, she did not make it. <gasps> god damn it, Caitlin! Sorry. Fucking every time. You're the worst! So, Fucking telling your parents. Okay, this is the sad part, too. So, uh, telling my parents? Yeah, on you. <laughs> okay. After two days, they were able to see Aurora. So they were able to go see her. She said, she states, I just felt her presence so strongly it was really bittersweet because I could feel her and I could sense her, but I didn't get to hold her like a normal mother, and that's heartbreaking. Aww. I got to dress her, read to her, and sing to her. Aww. So Michelle spent five days in the hospital, and it took two months to make a full physical recovery, but her emotional recovery still had a long way to go. Yeah, no shit, man. She suffered from PTSD, but Dan was never 
away from her side. Oh, good. Dan deal. was the strong one, but I, she could tell that Dan was also struggling too because that was his daughter mm-hmm. as well. Um, so Lane, back to fucking Dianelle. I don't even care if we <laughs> mispronounce her name or not. So she had a young son herself, but he died in an accidental drowning. Oh, so she got fucked up from that. She was desperate to have another child and began to fake a pregnancy. She would post pictures online and said that she had a baby boy naming him James. Mm. As her due date passed, her boyfriend became suspicious since, you know, it's like you should have had the baby already. So he was just like, something that's weird. God, you know what sucks is that's just as fucking heartbreaking. Right. Like, oh. So God that damn it. now I feel bad for her also. Well, once the boyfriend was suspicious, that's when the Craigslist ad went up. That's when she mm-hmm. lost her mind. Mm-hmm. So during it did go to trial, so uh, Michelle did have to testify there. Mm. You can find her testifying videos on YouTube actually, um, and the other witnesses as well. So pretty much the whole trial is almost on YouTube. Oh wow! But um, Lane is a. I mean, she was saying that um, Michelle had a knife and tried to stab her. They said it was not premeditated. It was just a, a passion type thing. But, I mean, I once you put up an ad on Craigslist. It was, yeah. yeah. That feels a little fake. bit more premeditated. Yeah, exactly. So. She's like, I need to get a baby. So, this yeah. is, oh, gosh. So, Lane was found guilty of attempted first-degree murder, two counts of first-degree assault, two counts of second-degree assault, and unlawful termination of a pregnancy. She was sentenced overall to a total of 100 years in prison. What? Well, okay. Okay. No, I mean, I'm glad that she's in prison for 100 years. Yeah. But that's not what we fucking see in the majority of these stories. I know. Isn't it terrible? That is... So often we find that... Justice is not served. Yeah. These Mm -hmm. atrocious crimes are on, usually against women. And then there tends to be this, like... Oh, well, you'll serve 10 years. and Isn't it weird that it's, it's way worse? And yeah, and now she has 100 years. And she's a female. I'm just saying, like... I'm I know, saying, I don't... I'm just saying she... I am yeah. saying yeah. that our justice system is fucked up. I think that so. is exactly what I'm I saying. Mean, so. Bring you guys on, you can be guests. On, yeah, I got a lot podcast. to say about that. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> this podcast was 16 hours. <laughs> it's mostly Michelle. <laughs> it's all Michelle fucking ranting. About the same thing over and over. Yeah. Oh. Well, after the trial, Michelle took ceramic classes and they started to plan their future together with, you know, Dan and her started to plan their future together. She wants to open an organic farm that also serves as a healing center. So that's pretty much what's her goal back in 2016 now. Um, Not much update really in 2019. I think she just pretty much wants her, you know... Privacy well, yeah, as much as she can. Life and... Maybe want to heal some more on her own, or she found a center. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, she made it through, and she's still with Dan. So that's fucked up, man. Right? <laughs> that's devastating. It is devastating. I can't even imagine. Wasn't there a story? Uh, it was I a mean, recent one. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, the most recent one. I was a little yeah. I don't know. 2019 if... this year. Was there something about like a whole bunch of babies being buried in the backyard? What? I'm concerned I'm confusing with a TV show. And I that think you me. are. <laughs> I don't think that's like a norm type. Yeah, I think it maybe was. I'm going to. A TV show? Yeah, probably. Okay, okay. No. I feel like I would have heard about that. Probably. 
And I don't watch much news, and I watch more TV, so, so. it probably was a fucking TV show. <laughs> God damn it. Have you heard about a bunch of babies being buried, Andy? I feel um, like you no. would know. You're pretty up on current events, so. Like five years ago? I don't know. Yeah, it probably was a fucking. <laughs> now I'll try no, to look it, it up. Yeah. The next episode, it's just like, like George Lucas and Steven Spielberg worked out well together when they, in fact, did not. Just George Lucas. Hey, I've been wanting right to say about... this the whole time. Okay. <laughs> you're wrong about Willow-ish. Ish. Okay. So I'm assuming Dinelle Lane is still in prison. Then. Yes. Mm-hmm. She sure is. Hmm. For the next 100 years. Long, that's a long time. I just feel like if a man did that, and this is going to sound completely, I don't know, maybe it's my own chauvinism, but if a man did that, he'd be like, well, you get 10 to 15. You're not wrong. Uh, it just, also depends on their background, too, especially if she, if she was a, person of a minority of some sort, yeah. Or poor. Or poor. A minority or poor. Yeah. Yeah, I've got yeah. a lot to say about our prison system and how oh, it yeah. just puts down the poor man. Mm-hmm. It's fucked that's up, a, man. That's a whole other story. It is another tangent. <laughs> I wanted to ask: uh, yes. Did the um, did the boyfriend, not Dan, the other one, did mm-hmm. he testify at all in the videos? It didn't say he did. She didn't testify against her. Like she didn't she testify. Chose not to yeah, testify. she chose not to testify. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they called any witnesses on their end. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's what I read. Well, they didn't have any witnesses. Only. Um, I know her family were saying that she's a loving person and it's just very out of character for her. That's all it said about what the she family said. She lost her mind a little bit. I mean, in a very real mm-hmm. way when she had her first miscarriage. No, I mean, her that's kid drowned. drowned. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm fucking yeah. sorry. Anyway, yeah. losing a child is right. a miscarriage yeah. or right. no. I mean, it's probably the most devastating thing that you can go through. Well, I'm through. sure, yeah. But I don't know. I mean... This was the first case that they that Colorado has ever had about someone taking a baby from a pregnant woman, mm. like cutting it out, ever. So, wow. I mean, it's not it's not like a it's not like I don't know a well known right. phenomenon that happens exactly. Yeah, not like a, a, a assault, murder. You know. Like, yeah. What was it? Unexpect? Uh, was it termination of a pregnancy? Like a unlawful termination. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't think that's common. very common. No, I don't think it's common really mm. at all. So, luckily, like usually you hear after the baby survives and the mother so, passes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she I know. Good. I was hoping that the baby would survive. Yeah. And you said it was seven months, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was been a little, a little too early. Yeah, I was hoping so, it would be viable. And... Yeah, it's still sad, but I'm. I mean, at least she. Made it, and I'm glad that Dan stayed with her because usually right. that's a thing of you know separation. So, yeah. yeah, it's just it's too, too painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might have been. I feel like it might have been a thing though that they were already so invested in this child because they had the name for Aurora. Mm-hmm. That it's obvious that he was obviously invested. It that if he, you know, they already had the name. Yeah, he was obviously totally on board, and I'm sure that it seemed like in this case that when she lost it, she's the one who physically lost it. Right. But, like, he was a part of that emotional loss, too. And I yeah, think, they both lost it. And it seems like, you know, as horrible that as that is, that, you know, maybe having, you know, some kind of reconciliation between each other and finding something within that loss, you know, 
mm-hmm. to you know keep them together through that loss. No, exactly. Yeah. They were saying that they were once they knew it was a girl, they were excited to buy her first pair of hiking boots because they like to hike a lot. So sounds like Dan was in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, they were just very excited. So hopefully in the future. Most people would be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe in the future, you know, this is a a thing that can happen again in their lifetime. That's sad. It is super sad. So, I mean. I wish we had talked about your story second, maybe. (laughs) It was a little more hopeful. Yeah. Have, you know, some will to live by the time we take off out of here. Yeah. Because it's gone right now. I I, hope you're happy. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's like sad. If I fall down the stairs on my way out of here, you know why. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm going to keep that in. Uh, (laughs) Um,. Well, thank you, Andy, for <laughs> sharing you. your story. Yeah. That was really, that's kind inspiring. of inspiring. Yeah, it was yeah. inspiring. It really was. I mean, I'm not saying you should just give out money to every person at right. midnight that asks for it. <laughs> um, but you had a feeling. You had a yeah. feeling. And I think, yeah, the, I think the bottom line of my story is that, you know, if you break your routine, but your instinct is like, do it. Yeah. Maybe you know, maybe. Maybe do it, usually. Right. You know, I kind of believe in that, like, sixth sense. You know, like, animals kind of have that sixth sense. Mm-hmm. Like, humans kind of do, too, but it's, like, yeah. very un- untuned or very unaware. But I definitely feel like sometimes, you know, if your instinct is pushing you towards one thing, maybe maybe do it. Yeah. You yeah. know what? If you were in Beauty and the Beast, you would have given old woman shelter and never got turned into a beast in the first place. I'm just saying. That's right. <laughs> Where did that come from? I was thinking about the oh, whole time. Okay. <laughs> well, just like my book says, your gut knows what's up. Trust that bitch. That's so right. trust it. Trust your gut and stuff. So, again, Andy. Wow, that's weird. Again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's perfect. I don't know how I said your name. It was so weird. <laughs> Andy, thank you again. Andy. Andy. Thank you for coming on the podcast. And check him out on Sadgasm. I don't... Pa- I never want to Sadgasm again in my whole life. Well, and... now when you do, you think of... Wait. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> I will not. Never mind. Back it up. Back it up. Check out Sadgasm or... Postage Bear. Postage Bear. Or his podcast. Vegan Reconstruction. Thank you. Not vegan. Not vegan. Reconstruction. Begin. Begin. Yes. Reconstruction. With a B as in boy. <laughs> so check him out. And uh, you can. keep bitches. I'm done. <laughs> Wait. <Fucking> out. <laughs> so you can follow us on Facebook or Instagram at I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now. Or you can send us your survival story or one that you know. At I should totally be dead right now at gmail.com and we will see you uh, next time. That's so, right. Thank you again, Andy. All right. Paloma. Thank Paloma, you. yes. That's what we had. Paloma. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>